0: All right, guys, and welcome back to, I oh, don't know, wait, it's episode 104. Let me try that again.
1: I thought you were about to, like, forget the name of our podcast. I was, like, the Impact Defense Podcast. No, no, no,
0: no, no, just, like, which episode we're on. I have no idea.
2: I know, it's 104. Huh. Okay.
1: I had a great uncle that made it to 104.
2: Really? <laughs> he See? didn't know it, I'm sure, but... <laughs> <laughs>
0: Okay, so uh, we have a our recurring guest and very good friend Stephen back That's on very podcast. funky
2: intro segment. Yeah, I dig it. <laughs> that bass goes hard.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, things things have changed a little bit since you've been on the podcast. Just Everybody has bit. their own mic. I like it. You got headphones. Our sound is a whole lot better. I have had so recently. I've been interviewed on about three other podcasts. And uh, usually it's about some type of self-defense thing. Um, usually most of them, though, we just hit 100 episodes. So right. I think that might be part of it. Uh, but the, the Life, Tech, and Sundry podcast, uh, actually on two episodes of that. Um, then um, Conversations with Strangers. And then uh, Rabbit Holes was another one. It's just like really kind of random. Anyway, hmm. um, every single case. These guys have listened to several of our episodes and they said, my gosh, what are you guys doing? Because your sound keeps getting better. I was like, well, well just like reinvesting. <laughs> and everything so that's good though it's good to know that like we're actually sounding better as we go
2: it makes sense i like this this is a this is neat it feels really official i kind of feel like i'm on a newscast more than a a podcast but you know i dig it i
1: personally feel like our focus has gotten a whole lot better since having the microphones and these because you know it's it's not like we're just sitting around a table talking and going down like rabbit holes and stuff it's (laughs) we can actually focus a little bit more on the podcast because we're constantly reminded it's like oh yeah so we're supposed to be professionals. This I is
2: really, like a fish phone crowd. I really thought hearing myself was going to be a problem. I wasn't re- looking forward to it. And I, yeah. It, it's and, fun. And now you enjoy it, right? Yeah. You can hear yourself in real time. It, it's,
0: there's no delay. It's, it's actually it's really nice. <laughs> yeah. Stephen was really scared about that. He said, wait, wait, wait. Can we hear ourselves in these? I wonder if headphones? there's a way to
1: program a delay into this and just see how we do on a
0: I don't think that, that would a be delay. a good podcast. It would be, be like uh, 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 Yeah. Actually, one of the podcasts I was on. There was times when I would hear myself on a delay, and it completely threw me off. I was horrible. <laughs> I was like, yeah, everything was going really good. And I,
1: I'm pretty and I just had
0: this moment, like, brain, not work. What? Wrong.
2: <laughs> yeah, it's like when to, somebody has you on speakerphone, and yes, you can hear yourself yeah. back through the phone. Yeah, yeah,
1: I've had that happen when I was trying to make an appointment one time, and I'm pretty sure they thought I was insane because like, it was just like every now and then I would stop and then try to repeat what I said, and then remember that I'm just hearing myself on a delay, and you could hear the lady on the other end, like, really questioning who she was listening to, but I'm, I can't.
2: It's like yeah. when you call into a radio station, they tell you not to listen to yourself because it'll, it'll destroy you every time. <laughs> it'll give you that, like, mental dyslexia, and it'll just, you know, you won't be able to talk anymore. All right, so uh, the topic of our podcast today, mm-hmm. uh, we're going to
0: like try to we'll just sit here and just talk forever uh and probably, our entire yeah. podcast would be nothing but us just like running our mouths about random stuff uh but our topic of our podcast is going to be the importance of like medical training if you are training for self-defense yeah super important it is super super important uh before we get to that let's talk about a couple of things number one blackout coffee the official fuel of impact absolutely <laughs> uh so um you haven't had any we'll probably get you some the next time you're on you yeah.
1: listeners have absolutely zero idea how much of this stuff we drink.
2: Yeah, that's true. I'm I'm- <laughs> they buy their own empty Keurig pods to fill with the what's that, the blackout coffee. Yeah, they, they fill it with it themselves, and all of them just jitter all the time. <laughs> like everybody, everybody visibly shakes. They really have to keep it under wraps for the podcast. It's. It's pretty I mean, awesome. Yeah, they've replaced it entirely with water. Other than the kidney stones, there's no side effects, and uh, they absolutely love it. Clear minds. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah, that. Oh yeah, for sure. Because it's coffee. All yeah. Right. yeah. Actually, I saw he drank two cups of it and then caught a fly with chopsticks. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm. <Brian's>
2: never <laughs> used chopsticks before.
1: <laughs> I'm pretty sure my husband wishes that we never invested in it because I come home entirely too awake and too talkative. I never come yeah, home yeah. talkative otherwise. I'm just like, don't speak to me. I've been around people all day. So when I get home now, it's like, hey, this and this and this happened. (laughs) I talked to this person today, and I'm actually feeling fairly good for the end of the day. How much coffee have you had? (laughs) (laughs) Like, enough to feel alive and well.
0: (laughs) So, um, yeah, anyway, we've talked about it a lot. Let me just go ahead and say you can get that two different ways. Oh, my, my lid was not screwed on. Directly, but we're just going to unscrew that and I'll have to drink some. Um, Anyway, you can get that two different ways. You can go to impactgear.live/slash coffee, um, or you can just go straight to blackoutcoffee.com. And either way, make sure you use the coupon code Impact Defense and get you 10% off.
2: 80% of doctors in New Jersey will allow you to use it as a sleep replacement. (laughs) Only New Jersey doctors. Oh, New Jersey doctors. Only New Jersey doctors. They're not real doctors. If they they don't smell like hair
1: grease, don't trust them. 40%
2: 40% okay. of chiropractors will you <laughs> <laughs> Okay. So anyway,
0: we had a discussion right before we started recording. We, uh, Steven always has like the best stories from work. Steven is a law enforcement officer. Mm-hmm. Actually, why don't you do a really quick, just in case people didn't hear like the five, six, nine episodes you've been on. I can't remember now. Uh, uh I, just, I said them all. I said every number that you've been on for episode 100.
2: Right. And then uh, I forgot, uh, how many that was now. So yeah, uh, it's, it's, in several, but uh, at, at minimum, too. But, uh, so, yeah, um, what, I've been with you, what, how, out forever i am yeah uh i don't know how i am yeah. Um, yeah, I how so, I am, so 16 that. years i don't know i'm looking at my watch like i was <laughs> <laughs> like judged by the date and tell yep. you how long i've been here um yeah 16 days 16 years 11 months and four days uh something like that um, sounds about right essentially i i've trained with uh with brian for roughly 16 years give or give or take um Give or take three years. Yeah, give or take three years, which, you know, I, but I I come back for, you know, kind of a a reoccurring. I just have belated attendance sometimes. Yeah. Um, or always, it's fine. Um, other than that, uh, with second degree black belt and Kyokushin karate, um, though I think I've raked in just about everything else that we've done here for the most part, other than just like the forms type stuff. Um, all the stuff that matters. And, uh, (laughs) um, other than that uh you know done a lot of brazilian jiu-jitsu um tournaments and stuff like that uh uh, trained strictly brazilian jiu-jitsu for about three years or so under uh kevin piles and mount airy um under american martial Arts training, kevin piles great dude um you know uh, also been in law enforcement for the past five years uh gonna be going on six very soon um or going on six now i think anyway uh, but last five years been in law enforcement and it's uh it's been a wild ride um been able to apply a lot of the stuff that i've learned a lot of it's really come in handy even just outside of the fighting aspect just um being able to control people move them around understand body mechanics proprioception uh that kind of thing just awareness of your body and the space that you encompass and what's around you um you know balance all these things kind of come into it and, and are, are really handy and a lot of people see martial arts it's like oh you know it'll make you better at fighting but it'll also make you better at most other things too yeah makes you true. better at standing up like it yeah, yeah. like you're, you're you're better balanced you, you know
0: you know I'll, I'll never forget you were uh young and a kid mm-hmm. and uh it, i think it was your sister told me she said you know my mom just thinks you're awesome i said oh really she said yeah she goes we were standing there and she said Look, look over it, bro. Look how well he's standing. How how straight up and down he's standing, you know, <laughs> and all this. And she said, "You know, I was like, you know, I never really thought about the fact that martial arts has improved, improved my posture and stuff yeah, like that." But that's yeah. true; it really does. I just stand, you know. Yeah, I mean, you know, and improves I used your to posture. Have a slouching I mean. Problem? Do what?
1: I used to have a slouching problem. Oh,
0: really? Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and uh, you know, you're confident you're going to stand straighter anyway. So
2: yeah, yeah, exactly. And um, you know, just if there's anything that's going to improve your confidence, just the, yeah. the being fairly certain that you're not going to get beat up is, is one of them like yeah. you know if, if i was gonna get beat up somebody have to try like really hard or, or have <laughs> Well, you're
0: also like a, a pretty big dude yeah. Uh, there was that whole thing is like, oh yeah, when he started, he was like a lot smaller than me. And now I have to look up to him. And now he's a lot less fun to fight. Um, it would be like that sometimes.
2: Yeah, yeah. But I mean, you know, you did a good job of an instructor if you made me less fun to fight. Yeah. Was, yeah. I know. That's always the dilemma. dilemma of an instructor. Yeah. Cause well, you I know. don't
1: lie. You like a, you like a difficult
2: fight.
0: Oh, I do. I know. I'm just saying it's just, that's the dilemma of an instructor. And that's why you hear about these people. That, also,
2: sometimes that's just not what you want. Like it's just not the day for like just a friendly. Knock down, drag out. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> Some days it's a lot of fun. Other days, I think I told the story on the podcast where a student of mine clipped me and dropped me, but I grabbed him on legs and take him down, you know, and didn't let them know that they had actually that was Steven.
1: Mm-hmm. I
0: didn't tell him till much later. That was like, yeah, you actually dropped me. You know, you know, you caught me with a hook around the jaw. Yeah. And that was that point when Steven became a lot less fun to fight. It's like, oh crap, I've got to really seriously try. Or Steven's gonna knock me
2: out. (laughs) Like Brandon Wolf, R.I.P. That's the best video, too, because I kicked him in the face, and then I thought he was joking as he's falling yeah. on the ground. So I'm laughing at him. Like, as No, we as were Zaya. all laughing at him. Yeah, like, and I was like, oh, wait, no, that was serious. I thought he was making fun of me. Uh, this is just within his personality. He just called
0: that glancing blow. Yeah, he, was, he would kind of put on things sometimes just for a joke. So. Yeah, just,
2: yeah. And I was like, oh, and he's like, ow, you chipped my tooth. And I'm like, oh, well. sorry
0: (laughs) okay so anyway um all that to say that um steven always has really good funny hilarious stories from work so in lieu of a new segment we're going to have a recurring segment every time steven is on and that's going to be a just a fun work story right
1: story time with steven
0: story time with steven
1: I think They're we need awesome. to find an That's actual theme song for Steven.
0: Probably, but this was kind of like we just decided right before then, so.
2: Yeah, I'll say, I like it. You got the buttons on. Yeah. On. Yeah. So, anyway, for some stupid reason, they decided they were going to make me a field training officer um, because they wanted to make more people like me. Uh, basically, I <laughs> talk trash all the time, and I'm pretty unprofessional, and, um, like, I think a lot of places I, I would have been fired, but it's it's a pretty, you know, they, they think it's funny, so they kind of let me do whatever I want. Um, it, <laughs> it's I wish I, I wish that wasn't true. But, yeah,
1: that's the system of America.
2: But genuinely, like, it, I've, I've come to realize that, like, I'm pretty sure I won't get written up for anything as long as I admit to it immediately. <laughs> like, I just get in front of it, right? I, so I, if, if I do something, I'm like, hey, I, I I cuss this person out or like whatever the deal is, and I'm like, hey, I was really rude to this person, and so I just talk to call the sergeant immediately. I'm like, hey, they're gonna complain, and usually it's just like, yeah, people complain sometimes. So I'm like, well, this one's valid, <laughs> and if it's funny. It's pretty much just a free pass. Like, <laughs> okay. like, I've had a dude call the news on me. <laughs> really? No, yeah, because I, I, was, I was so rude to him. Uh, I compared him to a 16-year-old girl on his fa- to his face. Now, this, uh, this is a story for another time, but, like, you know, he called the news and made, like, this whole big stink. And, like, my name was directly involved that I'm the chief's office. And I'm like, chief it wasn't wrong. <laughs> and he's like, yeah, I know. And I was like, and y'all know better to put me there. And he's like, you were the only one, like, working at the time. And I was like, look, I'm just saying... I asked, you know, the sergeant, I was like, Are you sure you want me there? <laughs> and he's like, You're the only one like working right now to do it and I'm like, Okay But you asked for this. So anyway, they made me a field training officer, and that that's cool, you know. I went through the school and stuff like that, and they gave me this new kid. Now, new kid's you know kind of a, a whereas I am six foot two and about two sixty five ish, you know, of uh, just twisted steel and sex appeal. <laughs> he's um he's he's about the same height. He's about six foot two, but he's like one thirty five, wow. so uh, which is awesome because if I ever need anybody to like go in through like a window in people's houses and stuff, <laughs> I can just bench press them up and push him through. <laughs> okay. I don't have to climb through anymore. It's awesome. That's nice. But uh, yeah. you know on on the other hand he's like you know i can basically i can almost touch my fingers around his waist like He's so he's so tiny and uh really good dude like turns out he's a good dude but like you know so i'm like well you know he's he's small so he's got to be scrappy like there's yeah. no other option like because people <laughs> just look at you and just be like oh you know a strong gust of wind in your ass over tea kettle and like you know but like you know it's like you know so they're gonna try him so i'm like okay well you know any anything they got so i call the other agency and i'm like hey if y'all have anything going on you know i'm a really good friend friend's sergeant there i'm like hey if y'all have anything going on just holler at us that way we can kind of double up on just really crappy calls that he gets to have mm-hmm. and uh that way he gets to you know experience as much crappy stuff as humanly possible so we can just kind of test this kid's metal. and uh, so he calls me and he's like hey and i knew that hey he was like you know we got something stupid and i'm like what's going on he's like well we got an ivc it's an involuntary commitment and he's like and this woman loves to fight and i was like yeah and he's like yeah and i was like okay we'll be there with the new kids so you know we go get in the car and we get there and i'm on the way and he's like hey you know what's going on and i'm like ah don't worry about it i was like they got an ivc they just want some backup on i just want you to know uh you just gotta i, I just want to test you to see kind of where you're at and uh, i just want you to be the first person in the room and to make contact i'd tell him what we were doing but <laughs> That's i just told him, yeah i was like you know first person in the room and make contact so you and didn't tell her he, she was a fighter or anything <laughs> no <laughs> 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 i just wanted it to be a surprise now like he's not going to be by himself like he had me he had the sergeant and the corporal there too like those are all dudes that i trust with my life like yeah. they're, they're great dudes but like you know i just think it'd be really funny and uh so we push him in the room first and, you know we get there and you know the guys uh the you know sergeant's over there talking to uh her dad or something like that and you know so we're like oh okay well you know she's in there sleeping let's go ahead go get her so i'm like oh buddy you first new kid and so new kid goes on in and he's like you know ma'am 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 you know was, he's new he did not like know to be like hey up, I'm like and uh So, you know, we wake her up and so we're like, Hey, you got to go to the hospital. And now she is like, you know, threatened to kill herself on Snapchat. She's done all this stuff and she was like carrying a noose around by the bridge and was like going to hang herself and just, and she's like, I just did it for attention. And I'm like, Oh, the IVC orders out now. Like, we got to go to the hospital. If they say you're good to go, you're good to go. We don't care, but like, come on, we got to go. Yeah. And so she just doesn't like it. And we're like, Oh, you know, get up out of the bed. And so now, we didn't know this at the time now she's in the bed she's undercover she's got a shirt on but she's got no pants and like not not a stitch on from the belly button down right and so she goes and she kicks the blankets off and just you know flashes everybody and it's in law enforcement it is never the ones you want to see naked (laughs) it never is it's crazy like you know it's a little bit traumatizing like you'll have nightmares about it sometimes it's really bad (laughs) And so she flashes everybody, jumps up onto the bed. I really don't remember how she got up, but, like, I, I, she didn't, like, kip up like a ninja, but, like, she was up on her feet really fast, and she's standing on the bed and grabs a Dr. Pepper, right? She's Dr. Pepper on the nightstand, grabs it. Now, she's had all these shots of fireball around, and, like, she's tried to take, like, two of them, and I think why she got some as we took one away from her, and I'm, like, pouring them in the toilet. <laughs> and I'm, like, you know, she doesn't need these. Like, you know, the last thing she needs is to be suicidal and drunk, yeah, right? Yeah. It's bad news bears and uh and so she jumps up on the bed and she's looking around and just stares at the new kid which i guess he was the smallest one he looked like he was the easiest to fight everybody else is like we, we big boys you know yeah. at least 200 pounds you know and so she just goes takes a swig of the dr pepper and just starts throwing it at him now it didn't hit him <laughs> but it was definitely in his general direction <laughs>
1: Now, like, the right. whole bottle? Or was she just spraying Dr. Pepper on him?
2: Oh, no. It was, like, the whole bottle. She, like, slung it back and forth. You ever tried to get the last bit of ketchup oh, yeah, out yeah, of yeah. the ketchup yeah, thing? Yeah. And so you, like, do the, you do the arm oh, yeah, fling yeah. with the ketchup? Yeah. yeah, it was that, but with the Dr. Pepper bottle. Gotcha. And uh, with more assault. And, uh, <laughs> so, And then she jumps off the bed and, like, looks around, realizes she jumped to the wrong side of the bed, and there's no exit on that side, and then tries to run through Robert's or Roberts is kind of thrown off by the experience because he's never really dealt with anything like this anymore so it's like why does this lady not have pants on why is she trying to throw (laughs) Dr. Pepper at me why did she jump off the side of the bed and then look really confused and then you know she basically tried to like tackle him so I'm like get him real sorry, I shouldn't have used his name but you know whatever it's fine (laughs) and uh so, you know, I'm like, get him, new kid. And like, you know, so he goes and grabs her. And then it's him and the corporal. And they're like, you know, corporal goes to help him out because he's nicer than I am. I was just kind of going to let him struggle for a minute. And like, you know, wouldn't let him get hurt. Just like, yeah. it's funny. And, uh, so, you know, they're, they're fighting her and they go and they get her into handcuffs. And she's, you know, I'm like, I hate you. I'm going to kill you and blah, 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 blah. And then she just limp. <laughs> and we're like, that's not like normal i don't want to go to the hospital and that's like she breathing (laughs) turns out she's epileptic she had a seizure and just passes out so now she's become like 150 pounds of pudding with sticks in it and uh so she went immediately from fighting to like wet noodle and so they've like got her in handcuffs and they're like uh and they're like what do we do and i'm like well throw her on the bed like don't just stand there with her like you know secure airway do something other than like because she's just yeah a puddle yeah and uh, so i throw her on the bed and we're like well she's just completely unconscious and like and so my new kids literally like staring at her like she's gonna move like I, i know she's gonna move but he's like standing right by her feet like in like face kick distance and i'm like bro back up and he's like what and i'm like back up and he was like but if she does anything i'm like back up and he was like why and i was like because she does anything she's going to kick you in the teeth (laughs) and he's like oh yeah it's a good idea so uh ems finally comes i get her checked out and like so she's really calm now i guess the seizure does that to you (laughs) like you know it's it's you know she was really tired after that and so uh naturally we made she had to go to the hospital still so uh we made the new kid ride in the car with her Cause it's funny, <laughs> and uh, it, you know, we weren't even in our jurisdiction, but I was like, Roberts, make sure she doesn't hurt anybody. And, and he's like, Do I have to? And I'm like, Yes, ride with the half naked <laughs> yeah. lady, yeah, ride right with the half naked lady, yeah. and uh, yeah, <laughs> that's not the first time he's had to deal with half naked <laughs> IBC ladies, uh, but you know, that's definitely the most appropriate story. That- <laughs>
0: So, yeah, yeah. So I I just think this needs to be a recurring theme. Every time you're on, you have to tell some type of story. We
2: definitely do. I I think I'm a. I need to go buy a new laptop or something like that, and just get Microsoft Word. Um, For some reason, that costs like a million dollars. But uh, do you ever like price Microsoft? It's crazy. Anyway, that's
0: no. I only use the free Word Process. Oh yeah, yeah. Like Open Office. Uh, No, Pages comes with. uh, macbook or any kind of apple product oh okay and uh, yeah because of the art stuff that i've done in the past i've always yeah. been kind of an apple guy so
2: yeah that's that's true that, that makes sense but uh you know it's it's expensive but i essentially just want to keep stories that are like really funny and then yeah. just have some people throw in on them and, and stuff like that and i figure if i get through a 20-year career i'll have a lot of really dumb stories and i'll just that's, publish it as a book i think you could do that i honestly do i'd yeah. read it and then you need to come
0: back on here and promote your book because i would definitely read it yeah. But then I think you need to do an audiobook version where you definitely read it because right. I don't think anybody else, if they read it, it would have the same kind of drive as when you're telling the story. Yeah. So yeah, there's that
2: there would be like sponsoring would be like, Oh, we watch what the stupid MF does. <laughs> <laughs> All
0: right, So let's actually get into the, uh, the meat of the podcast. Right. <clears throat> um, so first off, let's just cover why is kind of medical training, really important for someone who is concerned about self-defense
2: i, I think uh, not just for people who are concerned about self-defense i think it's really important for everybody i mean i do too but, yeah because like, we got like all this red stuff in our body that yeah. allows us to live and if uh we lose enough of that you just die yeah and uh, it can happen to anybody like you can fall off a ladder and then break your femur and then bleed internally and just be dead yeah, And they're just like, why is one leg bigger than the other? Oh, it turns out it was an arterial bleed because he shattered his femur and mm. then severed that, and now he's just, like, dead, RIP to Uncle Ted. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's just nothing. You know, so it's really it's important for everybody, but, you know. Um, yeah,
0: uh, but, I mean, our podcast is geared toward people who, yeah. like, care about self-defense kind of things. Yeah, sometimes. but
2: definitely for the defensive-minded, um, if, if, if you're interested in self-defense, you should be – you know, interested in preservation of life. Exactly. Yeah. Essentially, like you know, so your your job in like you know, we're not in it because we like to be violent. We're not in it because we like to beat people up. We're not in it because we like to shoot people. We're not yep. in it because we like to get in stabbing matches. I really hope not. Anybody who likes knife fighting is a psychopath. But yep. uh, you know, that's just that's just not what it is. Um, also, if you are in a gunfight, it's a decent chance you're probably going to get shot, mm-hmm. especially in like distal limbs um hands uh you know hands and arms especially because people have a tendency to threat focus the threat usually if you're holding a weapon out on somebody with intent to use it it's probably going to be your gun or your knife or whatever it is that's in your hand so if you're getting returned fire it's probably going to come to that area yeah um if they're a decent shot so you know there's a ton of people that get shot in the hands and the arms you know that kind of thing if it goes low and left you're still looking at a at a right. torso thing you know most people that that shoot are right-handed and most people that shoot aren't very good at it so most people are going to dump it low and in the direction yep. there so uh you know it's their compensatory direction um so it just is what it is uh so you know part of you know if you're interested in defense you should be interested in preservation of life and part of preservation of life is preservation of your life and your family's life you should be medically trained um, or at least medically versed uh, in some way if um you know you don't have for whatever reason if you don't have training available to you if you can't afford it there's a ton of great uh references online and stuff like that um there's a dude named skinny medic on youtube i have no affiliation with him i just really like his videos he does good stuff um you know dark angel medical and uh for not a lot of money from tactical response you can get the immediate action medical uh dvd they'll send it to you Mm -hmm. come in the mail if people still have dvd players i don't know if they have a digital copy yet but uh you know yeah i was trying to sit there and think do i have a dvd player? i do i haven't used it in forever it's a touch archaic but you know it's it's a good way to get you know get it in there um you know i guess most people have like a playstation or an xbox or something like that That'll, that'll double up as it but um yeah you know. I know mountain man medical i don't know
0: if you've heard of him but he mm-hmm. has um it's either free or like super low cost training yeah online as well
2: yeah there's mm-hmm. a uh, there's a ton of good medical resources um and of course if
0: you always want to actually have like actual in person mm-hmm. we do it <laughs> yeah Nice just pl- plug for ourselves yeah so like we do cpr stop the bleed all that mm-hmm. kind of stuff too
1: are you interested in shoving your finger in a gunshot wound <laughs> <laughs> come train with him. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah and important gloves wear protection if you're yeah you know sorry that was
1: the part that stood out to me when i did the
0: training so real, real quick fun aside story um when uh, i was getting the training to teach it mm-hmm. uh stop the bleed and everything um there was i yeah you know, larger hands yeah and in the packs that we got was like the regular medical sized Like hand, you know, or the gloves. Oh, yeah. Um, I I put those things on, and covers. (laughs) I put them on, and they're like skin tight. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Super tight. And the moment I start going to pack the wound, they immediately split. And the fake blood that the instructor was using dyed your fingers or dyed anything Mm -hmm. that touched hot pink. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So um, I had to. Both of my index fingers, from the first knuckle down, uh, was hot pink for several days afterwards.
2: Yeah, yeah. I was like, "That's Uh, buy gloves that that fit," and it's like, "That's a big deal." Um, Personally, especially when we're talking about gloves, just like just since you had mentioned them, um, a lot of people really mess this up, and I don't know why. Um, Black gloves don't make any sense for medical stuff Mm. um just because it's dark half the the day yeah and you can't see blood on them Uh, like you you, like if you're doing blood swipes and stuff especially if it's darker and low light and stuff you're not going to be able to see the blood based off the black um i mean you can kind of feel wet Mm -hmm. but you know you're not going to be able to to really tell um so like a light color green and blue are probably the most prevalent uh you can do orange too that'll show up like that's that's what's up And, like, as thick as you can possibly get. So that way you don't have the problem that when you're jamming your fingers down in somebody's, like, bullet hole, they just, like, split. And now you're, like, finger deep in somebody's potential hepatitis. Yeah. Yeah. That's terrible. Yeah. (laughs) I remember I was. uh, I'll show you those of you not watching. That was the
0: sound of Jada gagging in the background there. Yeah. Yeah.
1: No. Like I'm. I'm really good about blood. Like I really don't care, except for like if it's other people's blood and it gets on me. Like I can see it.
2: That sounds like caring about blood.
1: (laughs) (laughs) It's more of like if other people's blood is. I'm fine with my blood. I can see someone bleeding and be able to do what I got to do. But I definitely don't want it to touch me. Like, yeah. I don't want their blood to touch me just yeah. because my mom went through nursing school and I got to learn all about like.
2: Well, that's you know, just like transplant. me and Brian saying, yes, like, oh yeah, I'm good if like somebody's vomiting across the room and I can't hear it. <laughs> but if it touches me, I'm going to shoot myself. Like, yeah, <laughs> that's, that's, that's.
1: No, I'm just extra me. careful. <laughs> Uh, I just need be careful because I usually have like cuts and stuff on yeah. my hands from like a cat or something.
2: Yeah. Yeah. So. yeah really, really important. Uh, PPE and, so and stuff to like that. Very yeah. important um, to me. <laughs> you know, very, very underrated in terms of medical PPE and stuff that a lot of people don't keep around in their kits and stuff like that are glasses of some sort. I mean, obviously sealed goggles are the best way to do it, but it's not really feasible for most things. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like you don't want to put your Bill Nye goggles on every time you got to like touch somebody, but, uh, you know, at least some kind of safety glasses just to keep stuff out of your eyes especially if you're dealing with arterial bleeds and stuff like that that are Mm. spewing yeah um but yeah um absolutely it it minimum stop the bleed training uh you can get stop the bleed training from uh, a lot of places a lot of people's work will provide that for you um especially if you work in factory environments and stuff like that or even just office environments where you have to they'll do a lot of stop the bleed training um cpr training is really good too Mm. um you know people can kind of fall out just at any time yeah, and um you know uh, especially just and this is kind of outside the realm of uh you know uh like casualty care that kind of stuff but um that heimlich maneuver training and stuff too is probably cpr and heimlich maneuver are probably going to be two things that you're going to use relatively often because yeah. most people eat every day well i
0: think the chances of actually using uh, any type of cpr stop the bleed um um, like anything like that mm-hmm. anything kind of more medical your, yeah. your chances of using that kind of stuff to help people is a whole lot more than your chances of having to use
2: oh yeah self-defense skills um, to it's help kind of people. approximated somewhere in the realm of three to five times more likely to use medical skill than you will your firearm yeah um easily I, I i can't tell you how many times um what wrecks on the roadside and stuff like that where i've i've stopped and because i had training in medical gear, on hand, I, I just kind of became the guy that was like, "Hey, let's go ahead and help this person." Yeah, um, it's also why I gashed my finger open because I didn't have anything to break the window with and busted it open with my knife and cut myself real bad. It was dumb. Then uh, you got but, to use you know, your
1: medical training on yourself afterwards,
2: <laughs> which kind of involved a gauze pad on it, and then I shoved it in a glove and then you know went ahead and, and did it. Was, you know, fix yourself first. It's, it's important. <laughs> but like, I didn't. And. Uh, but you know, yeah, you're three to five times more likely yeah. to use medical skills before you will firearm skills or before you will hand to hand skills. Yeah, really even. Um, you know, it's it's important. Um, getting into it, it's just kind of um the the use of medical gear and uh, individual first aid kits and stuff like that. Now a lot of people have. These at home, yeah. Uh, this is not what we're talking about. They give uh, you these for those of you Scouts.
0: not uh, watching the podcast. This is one of those basic kind of Johnson and Johnson first aid all purpose kits. Yeah, so that you, uh, you, know,
1: like you totally that. didn't read that off the front.
0: I did, yeah, <laughs> completely read that. Like, off these the
2: front. are awesome. I added a little suture kit in here. Uh, suture <laughs> kits are cool if you cut yourself a lot and stuff. Um, but you know, like ice packs, band aids, Benadryl. Um, I've got some little uh, blood clot stuff that just helps if you you know if you have a decent bleed Mm. um those things are expensive my mom works at walgreens though so like (laughs) basically free um but yeah that's not what we're talking about these are boo-boo kits you should have one of these around yeah most definitely these are awesome because like this does the stuff that your trauma kit can't um you know like if you know but this is stuff like that you will use to treat stuff that'll kill you in weeks yeah and this is the stuff that it's going to kill you in Minutes to hours. Yeah. Um, So we're talking about trauma kits. Now, really, when we have trauma kits, we have kind of individual first aid kits. uh, So like a blowout kit. And then we have kind of larger kits. So like um, kind of a go bag type thing. Uh, This is the one out of my car. So on this one, you know, I've got tourniquets stashed everywhere. Uh, This is kind of my active shooter bag. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, I've got magazines, a ton of gloves uh just on the inside basically everything reflective vest uh a gun you know all, all kinds of stuff which a gun isn't exactly part of medical i just like to put guns places <laughs> this is america and uh, we're the most important country and there isn't another one but uh you heard me and uh you know so i basically i've got this thing stocked pretty full but we're going to deal with individual first aid kits first um this is the one off my plate carrier, but I've carried an individual first aid kit, uh, fairly often. Um, I did, I did for years. Uh, I carried one on my ankle. Um, I think that was made by the Wilderness Warrior Poet Society makes one that's better than the one from them. Um, but so basically, you know, we're dealing with things that come with legitimate trauma. Now, when you're packing a first aid kit, there's a whole lot of stuff in here that like, you know, I may not be be like, Oh, well, you know, this is a a chest dart i don't know how to use this and it's like like, yeah but this is for someone to use on you Mm. yeah that's like uh, the thing people are like oh well you know it's so i can use it on another person or i can use it on myself and if i don't know how to use it i'm not going to have it in there but if you don't know how to use it it's not hurting you because this weighs like (laughs) four grams like you know it doesn't weigh anything yeah it's nothing and if somebody knows how to use it it will make you not die yeah (laughs) you know which is kind of important yeah, like, yeah. you know, not, not scenario, dying is important.
0: But at the last second. <laughs> but, uh, was, so no, 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 no. You know, I've got all my medical training from YouTube. I'm good. Yeah, uh,
2: you know, you should have at, <laughs> at least something. Well, to I mean, if blood form. is
1: filling your lungs. No. <laughs> yeah,
2: or, or at least, some, or at least a, a good understanding. Do I have enough time to watch a three-minute video? Yeah, like... <laughs>
1: I guess if you don't, then it wouldn't matter anyway.
2: <laughs> I promise if you do a medical training YouTube video and the guy who's supposed to be helping me is watching yours and I hear your voice, I'm haunting you. <laughs> okay,
0: so just, yeah. we, we we don't do medical training YouTube videos, okay. so there's that. I, I hope you That's
2: all
1: good. know that I was joking there.
2: <laughs> it it kind of just wraps up to, uh, you know, like a good old Clint Smith said. He says, you know, experience is something you get shortly after your need to have it. <laughs> but. So you know your your medical kit, um, in my opinion, should cover March. So like, or, or at least the first three of the March principle. Um, so like, massive hemorrhage, airway and respiration, are the three that I'm really worried about. Um, now, CH and A is like you know, um, the you know if the, um, words words are hard. Words are yeah. yeah. You know, if you have head injuries, if you have um, hypothermia, you know, these kinds of things, uh, like cardiac problems and stuff like that. That's that's fine, but it's not like really what I'm worried about here. We're not worried about making them more comfortable to make them more survivable. We're worried about stabilizing a patient right, right now right. so that we can get them moved. Um, especially in a civilian context, so if you're not uh, military or anything like that. In a civilian context, I need to make this person alive long enough for a paramedic to get here, yeah. and that is it. Yeah. After once a paramedic gets here, it's hands off and that's their baby. Yeah. You have nothing else to do with that. Um, you can handle them your crap and be like, here you go. Like, this is cool beans. But like, other than that, it, it's not your problem anymore. Yeah. You get to step back. And if like the paramedics on there and he's like really screwing up big time, you might step in. But like, as far as it goes, like, you know, your good Samaritan law will cover you for everything until the paramedics get there. He's a trained professional. He's a person that does it day in, day out. Let them do their deal. Yeah. Um, you know, I would probably just go on home.
0: All right, guys, so we're having to cut into this. Um, shockingly enough, this episode ran just a little bit long when we had Stephen on. All right, don't forget, visit our website at impactdefense.online. Uh, you can check out our training. We have some really cool T-shirts out there and all kinds of other things that you might be interested in. So thank you very much, and we'll see you in part two.